the ninth day of the month. Be patient, therefore, beloved, until the coming of the Lord. The farmer waits for the precious crop from the earth, being patient with it, until it receives the early and the late rains. You also must be patient. James 5, verses 7 through 8. With the Lord, one day is like a thousand years, and a thousand years are like one day. 2 Peter 3, verse 8. Today we consider patience as a fruit of the Spirit. As technology presents us with newer and even speedier labor-saving gadgets, we become less and less practiced at patience. We wonder why it takes several seconds to place a phone call to someone half a world away, forgetting that not very long ago it took months to convey a message that distance by ship and an equal amount of time to receive a reply. Small wonder that we are strangers to the petition of the hymn writer George Crowley, Teach Me the Patience of Unanswered Prayer. Throughout this day, take notice of your own patience or lack thereof. Ask God for greater patience, but also for the quality that underlies it, trust. Frame for trust in the graciousness of God, whose schedule may not fit our own, but whose will is always directed toward our good. Opening Prayer Eternal God, you cannot be constrained by our ways of counting time. Grant us, therefore, patient endurance and steadfast trust, so that we may wait for you without faltering and as witnesses to others may serve you without hesitation, in good times or ill, for the sake of Jesus Christ, the faithful witness. Amen. Psalm 13 Long enough, God, you've ignored me long enough. I've looked at the back of your head long enough. Long enough I've carried this ton of trouble lived with a stomach full of pain. Long enough my arrogant enemies have looked down their noses at me. Take a good look at me, God, my God. I want to look life in the eye so no enemy can get the best of me or laugh when I fall on my face. I've thrown myself headlong into your arms. I'm celebrating your rescue. I'm singing at the top of my lungs. I'm so full of answered prayers. From the prophet Zephaniah, chapter 3, verses 1 through 7. Woe to her who is rebellious and defiled, the tyrannical city. She heeded no voice. She accepted no instruction. She did not trust in the Lord. She did not draw near to her God. Her princes within her are roaring lions. Her judges are wolves at evening. They leave nothing for the morning. Her prophets are reckless, treacherous men. Her priests have profaned the sanctuary. They have done violence to the law. The Lord is righteous within her. He will do no injustice. Every morning he brings his justice to light. He does not fail, but the unjust knows no shame. I have cut off nations. Their corner towers are in ruins. I have made their streets desolate. With no one passing by, their cities are laid waste. Without a man, without an inhabitant. I said, Surely you'll revere me, accept instruction, so her dwelling will not be cut off, according to all that I have appointed concerning her. But they were eager to corrupt all their deeds. From the Apocryphal Book, Ecclesiasticus, chapter 44, verses 1 through 15. 
I'll now praise the godly, our ancestors in their own time. The abounding glory of the Most High's portion, his own part since the days of old. Subduers of the land in kingly fashion, renowned for their might, counselors in their prudence, seers of all things in prophecy, resolute princes of the flock, lawgivers and the rulers, sages skilled in composition, authors of sharp proverbs, composers of melodious psalms, writers of lyric poems, stalwart, solidly established, at peace in their own estates. All these were glorious in their time, illustrious in their day. Some of them left behind a name so that people recount their praises. Of others, no memory remains, for when they perished, they perished, as if they had never lived, they and their children after them. Yet these also were godly. Their virtues have not been forgotten. Their wealth remains in their families, their heritage with their descendants. Through God's covenant, their family endures, and their offspring for their sake. And for all time their progeny will endure, their glory will never be blotted out, their bodies are buried in peace, but their name lives on and on. At gatherings their wisdom is retold, and the assembly proclaims their praises. Revelation chapter 16 verses 12 to 21 The sixth angel poured out his bowl on the great river, the Euphrates, and its water was dried up so that the way would be prepared for the kings from the east. And I saw coming out of the mouth of the dragon, and out of the mouth of the beast, and out of the mouth of the false prophet, three unclean spirits like frogs, for they are spirits of demons, performing signs which go out to the kings of the whole world, to gather them together for the war of the great day of God, the Almighty. Behold, I am coming like a thief. Blessed is the one who stays awake and keeps his clothes, so that he will not walk about naked and men will not see his shame. And they gathered them together to the place which in Hebrew is called Har-Megadon. Then the seventh angel poured out his bowl upon the air, and a loud voice came out of the temple from the throne, saying, It is done. And there were flashes of lightning and sounds and peals of thunder. And there was a great earthquake, such as there had not been since man came to be upon the earth. So great an earthquake was it, and so mighty. The great city was split into three parts, and the cities of the nations fell. Babylon the great was remembered before God, to give her the cup of the wine of his fierce wrath. And every island fled away, and the mountains were not found. And huge hailstones, about one hundred pounds each, came down from heaven upon men. And men blasphemed God because of the plague of the hail, because its plague was extremely severe. From the Gospel according to Luke, chapter 13, verses 18 through 30. So he was saying, What is the kingdom of God like, and to what shall I compare it? It is like a mustard seed, which a man took and threw into his own garden, and it grew and became a tree, and the birds of the air nested in its branches. And again, he said, To what shall I compare the kingdom of God? It is like leaven which a woman took and hid in three pecks of flour until it was all leavened. And he was passing through from one city and village to another, teaching and proceeding on his way to Jerusalem. And someone said to him, Lord, are there just a few who are being saved? And he said to them, Strive to enter through the narrow door, for many, I tell you, will seek to enter and will not be able. Once the head of the house gets up and shuts the door, and you begin to stand outside and knock at the door, saying, Lord, open up to us. Then he will answer and say to you, I do not know where you are from. Then you will begin to say, 
We ate and drank in your presence, and you taught in our streets. And he will say, I tell you, I do not know where you are from. Depart from me, all of you evildoers. In that place there will be weeping and gnashing of teeth. When you see Abraham and Isaac and Jacob and all the prophets in the kingdom of God, but yourselves being thrown out. And they will come from east and west and from north and south and will recline at the table in the kingdom of God. And behold, some are last who will be first and some are first who will be last. These are the readings of the words of God for the people of God. Thanks be to God. Thursday's Prayer God, your glory calls your people to adoration daily. Guide and inspire all who plan and who will take leadership in the worship of our congregation when again we gather in prayer on the Lord's Day. To musicians, lectors, preachers, and all others, give a full measure of your Holy Spirit, that they may glorify not themselves but you. Prepare my heart and the hearts of all your people to receive their ministries with joy and gratitude to you, and extravagant generosity toward others. This we pray through Christ the Risen One. Amen. An Orthodox Prayer for Forgiveness Remit, pardon, forgive, O God, our offenses, both voluntary and involuntary, in deed and word, in knowledge and ignorance, by day or by night, in mind and thought. Forgive us all things, for thou art good and the lover of mankind. O Lord, lover of mankind, forgive them that hate and wrong us. Do good to them that do good. Grant our brethren and kindred their saving petitions and life eternal. Visit the infirm and grant them healing. Guide those at sea. Journey with them that travel. Help Christians to struggle. To them that serve and are kind to us, grant remission of sins. On them that have charged us, the unworthy, to pray for them, have mercy according to thy great mercy. Remember, O Lord, our fathers and brethren departed before us, and grant them rest where the light of thy countenance shall visit them. Remember, O Lord, our brethren in captivity, and deliver them from every misfortune. Remember, O Lord, those that bear fruit and do good works in thy holy churches, and grant them their saving petitions and life eternal. Remember also, O Lord, us, thy lowly and sinful and unworthy servants, and enlighten our minds with the light of thy knowledge, and guide us in the way of thy commandments, through the intercessions of our pure Lady, the Theotokos and ever-Virgin Mary, and of all thy saints, for blessed art thou unto the ages of ages. Amen. The Full Version of the Serenity Prayer God, Grant me the serenity to accept the things I cannot change, the courage to change the things I can, the wisdom to know the difference, living one day at a time, enjoying one moment at a time, accepting hardship as the pathway to peace, taking as he did the sinful world as it is, not as I would have it, trusting that he will make all things right if I surrender to his will, that I may be reasonably happy in this life, and supremely happy with him forever in the next. Amen.